If you follow our website at all, you may notice that there's an event coming up in September called Deeper. I just want to say a word about that. The, the basic concept that I'm going to be spending time with is that we come to a place in our Christian life where we recognize that life is a bit more about mystery than it is about mastery, where the difficulties that we face are actually used of God not only to bring him glory, but to bring about change in the way that we do life. In this seminar, we're going to talk about grace that comes in disguise, why we also will go through seasons when we wrestle at the Jabbok River, as Jacob did. We're going to talk about what does it really mean to be shaped into the image of Christ, and how does he do that? And Really, what do you do when the Christian life takes an unexpected turn? So, if any of those things are relevant to you, look at the website, read the description of the seminar deeper, and maybe you want to consider coming there. Let's bow for a word of prayer. Father, we come to these times because we're so hungry for you. Life has its ups and downs. It has moments when we feel you so close, as though we're touching the hem of your garment, and other times when it seems that the heavens are as brass. And yet in all of that, you are present and you are moving, and you're wanting to change us. Lord, there's not one aspect of our life that you have not been present and willing as we surrender to use it to our growth and to your glory. Lord, I pray that you would bless this time I get to spend with my friends. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. So I carry with me almost everywhere I go a group of moleskin journals. I have them collected in this little leather-bound kind of journal keeper, and there are right now three of them in there. And one of them is dedicated to me remembering stories of the past, my story things that have happened to me over the years. The other ones, I use those for writing down ideas for podcasts or if I haven't thought about a particular book or a talk I'm going to do or something I'm learning. I I keep all of that in these. I must have over to my right 40 completely filled moleskins. But here in this case, in this group of three, has been for several years, one in which I write down stories of my life that come back to mind. Oh, I don't write the entire story. I just write a simple phrase, one that will remind me of the story that has come to mind. Hasn't that happened to you when you're thinking about one thing and then one thing leads to another and the next thing you have a memory that's rising up inside of you? And you kind of sit with that memory for a moment, but often what you'll do is you'll move on and the memory will kind of pass. 
Well, some years back, I decided I'd, I don't want the stories of my life to go unrecorded. And so when a memory arises, I go to this moleskin and I, I write down a phrase that will always bring the full story back. And right now, I have 176 such stories that are recorded in the little journey journal dedicated toward that end. Now, a lot of them are just things that came to mind that at one level, one might think, hmm, I'm, I'm not sure even why remembering that is important. For example, right now I have these kinds of words. The frog pond. My parakeet. Whitey Hawn, getting the hook caught in my ear, Solomon James. Now, for you, those don't mean anything, but each of them means something quite, a, quite important to me. The Frog Pond was a place I was allowed to go down across the railroad tracks and up into the woods, and there was this little pond, and it was always filled with tadpoles, during the summer, and my friends and I would go and we'd take jars and we'd get some and we'd bring them home and then we'd watch those little tadpoles begin to grow. The same thing is true of all these other things that I've mentioned, that there is a story there and it's part of the story of my life. And at the time it was just my experience, but now as I look back, if I spend some time with it, it not only produces feelings inside, but it also reminds me of lessons learned, of people that were important, of moments in time that could so easily fade away. Now, maybe you ask the question, so, so why, why do you write them down? Well, I've already said that I refuse to allow the story of my life to go unrecorded. I, I want to be able to pull these back. There's power in reminiscence. But here's some other issues that I think are important for me. I want to remember these stories because whatever I am today is in large degree related to all of those stories, whatever they might be, as simple as going with a group of boys over a railroad tracks, running up into this woods and collecting tadpoles. If I think about it, it, it layers out. And it begins to talk about things like my own development, my, my childhood adventure to begin to take risk that affects the degree to which I take risk today, the camaraderie of a group of boys watching life grow. I, I also do this because... This, this story is part of where Jesus was meeting me even when I didn't know Jesus was there. You see, my story fits into a broader story that's part of the story of Christ. And it's important to me that when something comes in mind, I don't just sit with it for a moment, but I write it down there and then later on I can come back to it. And anybody that's heard me speak knows that I 
often draw from those stories because of how much they illustrate as participatory metaphors what God has done in my life and what God wants to do in our lives. There's also a reality for me that, to some degree, I'm able to look back to some of these stories and see how beauty did emerge from brokenness, how difficulty did strengthen me, how loss also caused me to gain a new perspective. There's an Irish poet, philosopher, writer whose name is David White. Actually, my son recommended, and I've written, I've, I've read two of his books, Consolation and Crossing the Unknown Sea. And one of the things he said there, and interestingly, I only read this book last week, is he said that for many people, their stories are written in water. You know what he means. What, what, what do you have if you put water in your fountain pen and you begin to write your story? For a moment or two, it might appear as though there are some letters there, some words but pretty soon, it's all gone. And for many people, their story is written in water. And that is so sad because our story relates to the story of our parents and our grandparents and our great-parents, grandparents and all the relatives that were around us. And to some degree, this is part of what has shaped us. I remember once hearing... Elie Wiesel say that one of the problems that we have in life is the failure to remember. And in that case, he was talking about story. Now, it isn't something you have to strain at, but it is something that you should be prepared for. If you sit down and try to remember things, it could be a little difficult. But what if you just found some way, like mine, that when all of a sudden you see something, you hear something, you watch something on TV, someone says something, and it brings to mind a story, that you find some way to even jot down even a phrase that would cause you to remember that. And then all of a sudden, your story begins to become part of a larger narrative that is so vitally important to the understanding of your own formation. I didn't arrive at this moment without countless people impacting me in innumerable ways, without many, many incidents that to some degree created a neuropathway inside of me that is part of the narrative of my life. And so I just felt compelled today, if you will, to talk to you about this issue. God has been active in your life even when you did not know God was there. Why don't you just consider, for a week even, Find some way to write down whatever comes to your mind of a past story, whether it's 
last week or like for me, 50, 60, even more years ago. Think of it. Remember the details you can. Write down a phrase and then remember. That's part of the story of your life, a very, very important story with all of its highs and all of its lows. And to some mysterious degree, it links to the story of mom and dad and grandparents and great-grandparents, aunts and uncles and brothers and friends. And it all contributes to the wonder that is you. I wonder if you'd receive that challenge. And not only that, it would be even greater if you found an opportunity to share that story with someone, whether it's telling them the tale or writing it down, because it's part of your life and your life is precious. I hope you'll consider that. Your story matters.